What's up, guys? Welcome back to the OGT podcast. Super excited to be out here with Hood. And uh, obviously, he's out here. Uh, he's in form. He's not in formation right now, but he is right, not uh, yet. definitely on duty. But he's got his word with him. He's got his sword with him. That's the thing that matters most. And and guys, uh, on Hudson's heart today, on like something that's been on his heart is the, the topic of pride. And, you know, we, we have men and women that listen to this, but it's a problem, especially in the heart of men. Um, so we just really want to dive into that today. And we want to maybe if anyone's listening, if you struggle with pride or, um, you know, some areas in your life where maybe you, you could get better with that. Like we're trying to, and just tag along and listen with us and HUD's going to lead us. Yeah, man, for sure. I appreciate that, bro. Um, you always killing the game, but lately, man, like, lately, dude, here, man, this place, it's a big spitting contest, man. It's a lot of, a lot of testosterone going around here and like, you're definitely trying to prove who you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And uh, that'll kind of block your vision of who you really are. Now I was struggling with that, man. I, I started getting this kind of, I told everybody I was in my gangster mode, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was gangster. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kept, I kept like, going about this, like, getting agitated real easy, trying to fight and wrestle, all this kind of stuff all the time, which is part of it, of course, but to a certain extent, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm on the phone with my girl, and she's like, she says, hey, pretty boy, or something like that. And I'm like, don't call me pretty. And she, called, she said cute or something like that. And I was like, thank you. Like, you know, I'm a man's man. I'm yeah. a gangster. Like, I'm a man, you yeah. Know? Right. And I was like, and I didn't really realize at the time, but then I did it again. She's like, she's like, Hudson, don't don't forget who you are. Like, right. You know, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, what is what is my purpose again? I went back on that and I had to like realign my my actions and thoughts to like, what am I actually here for? Am I here to be the biggest, baddest guy here? Mm-hmm. Or am I here to show show the love that God gave me? You know? Right. So that yeah. was that was really a a great reminder for me well dude it's it's a struggle no matter where you're at uh if you're in the marines uh especially bro i'll tell you like especially as a basketball player uh i'm around dudes that are prideful all the time and it's annoying it's super annoying and i catch myself like there's times that i i have fun with it and i'm like yeah like and one or whatever and i'm like you know talking or whatever but then sometimes i gotta sit back and i gotta realize like okay dude i don't want to lose my witness you know, with this and I got to pause and I got to realize like, okay, what really matters? And like you said, man, I think that, um, pride, how would you say it? I think that pride stems from ego. Like when we, when we make it about us, you know, you know, that book that changed my life, the purpose driven life, the very first sentence of the book says it's not about you. And so I think that, uh, my best piece of advice for anyone who does struggle with being prideful and being like, I'm the man and this and that hold on to that. That is something I hold on to. It's not about you. And when it's not about you, your life is more fulfilling. Honestly, like when you don't make it about you, when you make it about others, yep. when you make it about God, when you make it about, uh, anything, but just your own glory, then you have the chance to live a more fulfilling life. No doubt, man. And even like going off of what I was saying, like getting back into the word with it, because I just went, I was like, you know, I am being prideful. I am like my head's this big right now. And uh, I had to hear that to like finally sink in. I just looked on the Bible app and the categories of pride, man. Like mm-hmm. if I, if y'all don't have the app, guys, the Holy Bible app, it's yes. awesome. There's also emotions, so- categories. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just looked up pride and it shot some 
sick verses I would like to share with y'all. Uh, there's one in Proverbs 18, 2. Mm. It says, a fool does not delight in understanding, but only wants to show off his opinions. And that one hit home for me. Um, how, how I just wanted to throw this out here that I'm this or I'm that. Um, but it really wasn't any depth to it. It wasn't who I truly was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this persona again. And then in, uh, let's see here, was it 21? It says, what you say can preserve life or destroy it. Mm. So you must accept the consequences of your words. Bro, that one hit. You know, because in, in this place, like, you're always spouting off for this or that. And you got to watch your tongue, man. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in, five, in five seconds, your witness is gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we, we had this talk. Uh, I had this talk with Stetson. He, he was saying, he basically said it like this, you know, no matter what your opinion is on cussing, because some people go, oh, is cussing a sin? Is, you know, is it a sin to cuss? Is it not? Whatever. No matter what you think. If you go to somebody that's not a Christian and you're saying F this, GD that, number one, GD is just, it's awful. Like that means a certain thing that we won't say, but that that right there, you will lose your witness by saying GD because that puts the Lord's name in vain and it also puts a bad emphasis on it. But like Stetson said it like this, he's like, if you go up to somebody and you try to talk to them about Jesus, but then you say F this, GD that, and you, you, you're constantly cussing, they're going to be like, what the heck? Like, they're much li- less likely to listen to you than to somebody, you know, that is talking with a more loving and, uh, I don't want to say pure, because that sounds kind of self-righteous, but like more of a loving and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, just a loving, like, way of talking as opposed to, um, just cussing all the time and stuff like that. So, that, like you said, oh, yeah. man. and we we've said this before. People people really aren't going to remember what you say, but how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you got to keep that in mind here, and just everywhere, not just here, but mm-hmm. um, you're going to impact people with with what you say and what you do. Yeah, um, absolutely, bro. And I missed I missed a point earlier. No, I got here. I got run down right here about uh, forgetting who you are. That's a big part of it, and it's it's from this movie. I can't remember the movie, but I just wrote it down. Somebody somebody said you have to hold true to your to your soul, or you won't have legs to stand. Mm. I'm pretty pretty sure it was off of. um, Oh, it doesn't even matter. But anyways, (laughs) the the meaning behind that is like if you don't hold on to what you have, you know the way of this world will just push you and turn you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And when you when you when you give into that, you fall right back to where you were in the world or whatever it is. So when you find that, hold on to it. You know what I'm saying? Well, dude, I was listening to a video the other day, like you said about you know remembering who you are. I remember I was watching a video, um, and I think it was Sadie Robertson, and she was saying that when she prepares to speak somewhere, she reads the words so much because she said if it's my words it's not going to change anyone's life. If it's the Lord's words, it's going to change somebody's life. So whenever, like you said, man, and I remember, dude, I didn't even like plan on talking about this, but when we first started the pod, I remember when I was like, you were so big on using scripture. And I was like, ah, dude, well, some people, they may not, you know, be able to relate to that. And I was big on relatability, relatability, but dude, 
and more I've gotten in my spiritual walk, I've realized like, wow, like I, how did I, how in the world did I think that? Because I can't live my life any other way, but the way the Bible tells me to live it. And so if my words are lined up with, and, and I think that's honestly why we've done better since then in the last year, because with, if my words are lined up with God's words, then I'm going to stir people's hearts the right way. Exactly, man. And I remember when I was like, you yeah, like that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> oh, oh just you, bro. No, but Psalms 37, four, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. When, we're, we're, when we're in that wheel, bro, Wait, we're going to get the desires of our heart to line up with his, man. Yeah, and because every time every time I talk to somebody or before we get on here, I say a prayer. God, don't let this be me. Let this mm-hmm. be you. Every time we do this. Because I know like nothing that I'll say will be impactful. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's just opinions and all this and that. But what really matters is what's right here from the lips of God, you know? Yes, bro. Oh, my gosh. And I, here's the thing I don't understand, okay? It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you know or whatever. I, I, dude, I've gotten to a point, and I don't. Again, I don't want this to sound bad. I've gotten to a point where I don't even want to listen to people unless what they say lines up with the Bible. And I don't want that to sound bad, but it's like, here's the thing, bro. The word love in the English dictionary, like I don't even know what it exactly it says. The concept of love came from God. Love didn't just spout itself into the world. Love is probably one of the most, like, used words ever. Am I wrong? The entire concept of love came from God. Everything that is good came from God. So every single thing that I say that is good comes from God. Everything that I say that is bad is from the world. And so a part of, like, putting your pride to the side is – Stop like not looking to yourself anymore and understanding that you didn't create yourself. So there is no way you can tell yourself what you were created for that, that quote, remember that? And so I, dude, I'm just, I'm telling you, man, like the more, the, the more you learn the word, I promise here. No, the more you take the word to heart, the more it will actually stir your heart to have a heart, you know, unto the lord's like i mean you know david like isn't there that book it's like a heart like his or something like talking about heart like david heart, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i've actually had a lot of combos about that mm-hmm. um but what what is the difference the difference between knowledge and wisdom knowledge is knowing it and wisdom is putting it in practice mm. and uh man it doesn't matter what you know it's what you do Dude, we might need to slow down for people we're kind of kind of spitting some fire here <laughs> no i'm just playing no, it's not. It's not from us, man. We just. I mean, when you when you actually put in that the when you put that into practice, things mm-hmm. happen, man. I mean, like when you're preaching this Sunday, like I got to mm-hmm. hear some of it, man. Mm-hmm. When you start letting it flow, it's it's God, man. I just I just thought about that. <laughs> like, okay, if people don't know, I mean, I guess there's no harm in telling it. Uh, well, I don't know where my iPad's at. Oh, it's right here. I don't need. Okay, so basically, when I preach or when I speak on my iPad. Like, I usually have a few notes on my iPad because it don't matter who you are. Like, you you always have a few notes to go off of. Dude, right. I, I kid you not, man. There were, like, four verses that I spit whenever I was preaching that I did not plan on using. Yeah. And, like, like I, I quoted John 16, um, when Jesus says, Take heart, for I have overcome the world. Like, I, I didn't even plan on using that. But it, like, 
Here's the thing. The other night I was talking to a friend and he told me, he said, I want to learn to actually apply the Bible more. And what I told him, because he's like, man, like I see you in HUD, you guys like, you, you know, these verses and you spit them like when you're talking and we, we make, I guess it's a joke, but it's actually like a thing. Like when we talk about oh spitting scripture, like, I guess a a fun thing to have with it. But dude, what I told him is I said, dude, when you see a verse, like, bro, what's your favorite verse? Psalm 37, four, you know, it off the top of your head. What is it? Call yourself the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. And so when you, what my best advice was this, take God's word to heart, believe it with every ounce of your being and watch it come to life in your life. That's what I was saying. Like, Dude, I, I wrote that that uh, that post a few weeks ago about First Samuel 17, 45 through 46, you know, where he was like, you come at me with sword, javelin and spear, but I come against you in the, the name of the Lord God Almighty. And like, dude, that story just comes to life to me and I, I can see it. And like, that's that. That's my best piece of advice, man. Just just let it come alive. That's awesome, bro. And to kind of backtrack on what you're saying about uh, pride and Another big thing is, is really not realizing it's bigger than you. Um, you know, like yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many times like I've had to put myself in a position to be like, man, like what is this? What does this really matter in the end? You know, mm-hmm. like I don't want to get started on the whole like time conspiracy and how the beginning and like yeah, that that, that is mind boggling. But uh, it, it is. is. It's a lot bigger. It's it's bigger than you. Check the message I'm sending you. Get you a good laugh. You just said it's bigger. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Anyways, anyways, in, inside joke, people. Inside joke. But but seriously, man. I, I, the biggest problem I've seen is that a lot of people, a lot of people, aren't actually taught how to read their word. Like I was not really taught. I'd say. I wasn't truly taught how to make it come to life, like you said, um, really until I was in college. Sorry, I'll talk for a second. But my biggest thing is that, you know, whenever I got into college, I went to 747, and that's where I really felt like I was taught uh, how to read my Bible. I did the here method, and it was highlight. So you highlight a verse, which I'll say it's, I don't know, First John 4.18. You know, there's no fear in love, a perfect love casts out all fear. And so but you would highlight that verse and then you would explain it and you'd say, okay, what's the context behind this? And then you would say, you know, A, which is apply. And how can I apply this to my life? Well, I can understand that if I'm fearing something, that's not from God. And then R, you would, you know, it's here. So R, and you would respond and you would say a prayer. Lord, please, any areas of my life where I fear just let me be lavished in your love. And, like, that's how you make a verse come to life. That's how you eliminate pride. What up, gang? What hey, up, give man? Me, what up, man? Give him a good, give him a good oorah. Hey, first of all, oorah. Oorah? <laughs> yeah. One of Hudson's buddies came by. That's fine. But Yeah. Hey, right, we, come we on. Keep, come, we spit keep, some, come spit some prison keep it, we, we keep it in. We keep it authentic. But hey, my uh, boy wants to put some. Uh, my boy wants to spit some scripture real quick. You gonna spit some scripture? Hey, we got one of Hudson's friends is coming up from the Marines. He wants to spit right. some scripture. It's one of my favorites. 
Uh, it's Proverbs 3 5. Uh huh. We're almost there. What's your name, brother? Hey, this is Chi Chi. Can you hear me? No, he can't. Okay. Is Chi Chi? Can you? Can, yeah. Can you hear him? Yeah, I can hear him. All right. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do mm. not rely on your own understanding. Yes, in sir. All your ways know him and he will make your path straight. Yes, sir. Yes, hey, sir. Give, him one of, give him one of your Hudson. Give him one of your. One of your AirPods. Come here so you can hear me. Hey, we'll keep him in. No, I love it. Hey, what we're talking about, your name, your name's Chi Chi? Uh, sure. That's what he wants to call Oh, that's what he wants to call My name's Caleb. We're talking about right now about the struggles of pride in men. And like you said, mm, y'all, y'all can't see if, you, if you're not on YouTube, you can't see, but he just nodded his head. Mm. All right, but uh, – the biggest thing we're talking about, man, is the fact that like every single man, it, it's always about us and it's never about others. And it's a, it's a selfish thing that I think the world gives you. But um, I don't know, dude, I'm, we got a guest. We didn't expect to have a guest, but look at that. So hey, here I am. Hey, tell, yeah. me, tell me something about pride that you've had to overcome or something yeah. like that. Uh, I think my biggest thing was going to boot camp, especially I was a, uh, you know, when you go to boot camp, you're like, oh, I'm going to be a Marine. I'm going to be a Marine. And, you know, you're telling everybody. And then you show up to boot camp, and it's just an absolutely rude awakening. Right. You're nothing. You know, you, you become nothing. <laughs> you're in nothing. A second. You're nothing you're... in a split second. And so all throughout boot camp, you have to work through, like, an equal amount of being prideful in yourself. And, um, you know, just being prideful in yourself, your country, your friends, mm-hmm. and all your new family that you meet. But you also have to have that, like, connection with yourself. Right. So when, like, there's a healthy amount of pride and there's not, you know? Yeah. And I guess you'd more call – I guess you'd have to call that confidence as opposed to yeah. pride because, like, you do got to be confident in yourself. And that's what I try to tell people. I'm like, like, bro, you should be confident in your abilities and the abilities that God has given you. Like, that's not something like – like, we were talking about recently. I read a book uh, called Wild at Heart, and – the big emphasis was that – do what would you say? Firebook. It was part it was of our fire. war the other night. It got used as ammunition. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, uh, but in the book, basically, it's basically talking about how men are actually not made to be soft. Like that is such a – that is such a, like, misconception when it comes to Christianity that we're supposed to just be nice guys. And it's like, no. Yeah, I totally agree. What's a man supposed to be in your eyes, Chief? Uh, yeah, what's a man supposed to be? All right. Uh, for me, it's somebody who, you know, knows how to just protect. That That's, like, always been my biggest thing. Like, uh, I never had to worry about anything growing up because I knew my dad was always going to protect me, mm-hmm. you know. And watching up, growing my dad, take care of my mom, take care of his family. You know, and there was times I knew, like, neither one of them wanted to do something. My mom had to go to work. My mom had to do this. But my dad had to do this. And so – you know, they would figure – I would be transferred among my grandparents, my mom, my dad, all sorts of people. And, you know, I wouldn't get home till 9 o'clock. But where I went – I went to school and then I would go home. My dad would be up at 4 a.m. and he wouldn't go to bed till, you know, who knows how long. And so Gosh. it was just one of those things where I watched him have to overcome those obstacles. I, I think being a man is just not so much sucking it up because you know, kind of yeah just just you know doing your thing protecting you know obviously showing loyalty to everybody and being cl- being close to god is a yeah for me. of course so, but yeah that, that, that's that's how i envision man that's the man i want to be 
at least. Mm. I love that, dude. And uh, I, yeah, my, uh, I saw something recently that was like, you want to be strong. Uh, you want to be strong yet loving. And it's like, you want to be passionate yet caring. And it's talking about how, like, basically everything that's good, you want to be. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I know, I know for me, seeing my old man, right? My dad's, my dad's a big softy, but uh, he's, he also knows when to put it down. So, yeah. Um, finding that fine line of how to, like, raise a family and be the man I look up to, like him, mm-hmm. something I'm, I'm really keen on. But, uh, yeah, I think I really like what you said about providing. Cause that's, Love that. That's big for me, too. And dude, what to... for me that also like filters into a pride thing. Like you have to, you have to put away your pride, protect and overcome your obstacles. Right, mm-hmm. dude. Hey, I think we got to get information real quick, brother. All right, I'll pause. So it. We'll, we'll cut it right here for now, and then we'll come back. Right. Yeah, y'all come back in a second. Oh, dog. Hey guys, so Hudson ended up having to go in formation, so we're going to end the episode a little early, which doesn't ever happen, but you know, he ended up having to do that, which comes first for him right now. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Thank you guys for all the support. You know, I was preaching last weekend, and I had an overwhelming amount of support, and I'm just, we're so thankful for everyone that supports uh, what we consider to be our ministry, Um, and we're just hoping we can continue to grow it and continue to get better and encourage some people on a daily basis. So thank you guys so much and God bless y'all.